When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and today, Dave and I, once again, are going to put two movies up against each other to get ready for the Oscars on March 4th. Which one has the better shot at winning Best Picture? We have Get Out versus Lady Bird. I know Dave has a lot to say about these movies, so sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. So we've got another battle for the best picture. This time we have Lady Bird versus Get Out. Two best picture nominees. Isn't that right, Ben? <laughs> that is absolutely right. Great job. Out of nine. You did, another... your, you did your homework. <laughs> well, I just, again, I just still can't get over the fact that nine have been nominated. But we're going through, trying to go through each one before the awards uh, come out. And these are two really good movies. Um, and we're, what we're going to do here is walk through five categories. We've got cinematography, score, Acting, screenplay, and direction. We're going to say line up either one, talk about the category, how each one of them did, and then decide you know, which one is really better. So and that's how we're going to walk through, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like, I like, this, uh, like this format we've been doing. Let us know uh, what you guys think. Uh, if you like this video, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. We'd appreciate that. We're doing it over Skype again uh, just to test it out for our live Oscar show that we'll be having on uh, Oscar Day. So definitely yeah, I like this check format that out. Too. It, it allows us to not get bogged down in the weeds like we can do sometimes on particular things throughout movies. We can just kind Kind of examine it. It's really more of a technical uh, evaluation rather than a, a deep analysis where we're you know we start talking about our childhoods and what the movie <laughs> means to us or anything like that. Because I know some of these you know a couple times we we get really really you know in the weeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we yeah we we get really deep into the story and how how it made us feel and yeah. and all that, and we don't really get into that technical aspect. So I, I really really like that we uh, you know change it up a bit. We're still going to do our analysis shows, obviously, right. but uh, but yeah. If you are looking for that sort of in depth uh, craziness, you can go check out maybe our Taxi Driver episode. Um, Interstellar was kind of getting getting there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- those are those are some deep ones. Raging Bull. Wow, that's an old one. Oh but, wow, uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> if you got uh, two and a half hours to spare, go ahead and check that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to trying to move things along here to get you guys up to speed on these you know these really topical movies. These ones we want to get through them before the awards are done, so you can have a sense of them. And if if uh, I think we're, I will say we're. There are spoilers, but we're not going to go really deep here. So I think you're safe to listen. Yeah. Right yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, we might give a little bit more story details than are in the trailers, but, uh, but yeah, we're not going to give huge major plot points or anything like that. Uh, not going to so, give any of that away. Yeah. So with that, are you ready to move on here and let's uh, get into this thing? Let's do it. All right. So cinematography, our first category. Uh, let's start with Lady Bird. Um, cinematography done by Sam Levy. 
who also shot uh, while we were young. I don't know if you saw this with Ben Stiller and no. Adam Driver. No, never did see that. It was a decent film. Um, so I, and this one, I don't know. He doesn't have a huge resume, so I, I don't really know. Um, to, I don't have a sense of Sam Levy here uh, going in, but I, I thought the film was shot really well. Um, I, you know, I walked into this. This feels like a lower budget artsy movie, but not in a bad way. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought this movie looked great. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it had cool shots of uh, uh, Sacramento. Um, you know, uh, different. Uh, it had a lot. It had a lot of character. I'd say. You know, with a lot of these indie movies, you need that. You know, in a low budget movie, you got to use your surroundings. You got to use you know whatever you have, and uh, they they definitely took advantage of it in this film. I mean, it's not uh, not not hard to look at. It's, it's a nice film to look at. And, uh, yeah, I think they did a phenomenal job, not phenomenal, but I think they did a pretty fine job yeah. at uh, cinematography in this movie. Well, it's funny. Cause, uh, I, I know it's cliche to have, you know, driving in, in, in sort of indie movies, driving a car and all that, but, uh, I like it. I don't mind it at all. No, I kind of enjoy I, yeah, it. I, I, I like seeing the landscape. And, uh, again, I, I like, you know, when they're on location shooting something and, and they actually show that in the shot. It's like, you know, yeah. if, you, if you if you have it there, use it, you know. And I, uh, like, I like the wind in someone's hair and the sun on their face. And this movie shows me that. Yeah, I love I love anything natural, you know, anything yeah. anything they can show natural. I think that's uh, that's, you know, credit uh, to the filmmakers. So great call uh, moving on to or moving over to get out. Uh, this one is done by uh, Toby Oliver, who's done a lot of horror movies that I don't know, and I'm not a horror guy. I don't think you are either. Nope. Um, he has a huge, uh, a very long uh, horror resume. So that was a good choice, um, I think, by director Jordan Peele to have a cinematographer that knows horror. Um, and you get that in this film. <clears throat> and this film looks really good, I think. And it's very low budget, which I, I didn't realize when I was reading up on it. This was, this was only done for like a handful of million dollars. This thing. Right, yeah. Uh, but it looks better than its budget. And I think that's a credit to the cinematography. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I'm not a, not a horror guy at all. So, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't have known that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, this, this movie is very again pleasant to look at as i as i said with the uh, ladybird uh, i love the the shots i love woods i love i love shots of woods with like the the sun coming through the trees uh, i thought those shots were great uh, especially at the beginning of the film uh you know more notably uh, is what i'm talking about there but um yeah love no those. i i agree I, and i this one just takes you into um yeah it's sort of a natural setting but it uses the those natural settings in a way to set up the story and right. to kind of freak you out in you know in those ways so and a lot of close-ups of the face uh, a lot of a lot of uh, facial close-ups which you know definitely set the tone for a lot of the scenes uh you know uh, especially when he goes into the sunken place they call uh when he's getting you know hip- hypnotized uh, i thought those were shot amazingly yeah I, actually i remember reading some critiques on this a while ago uh yeah so the character gets hypnotized and he ends up sort of just falling almost in like he's like in space almost in a way and and off in the distance is just like almost like a tv screen and that's if you were conscious that would you would be able to focus in and change but you're like far away and all you are is basically a witness to something that's happening to your body and you're you're, you have no control over that and what what you're hearing and i thought that was done really well and for low budget stuff i thought that was a really nice effect and just just really cool yeah no i agree um yeah so so yeah i mean i think uh i think cinematography definitely uh, i give the edge to get out i do too 
um, yeah, just uh, I, I think again, uh, I thought the just better shots. Uh, really, not much more to say about it, but <laughs> but yeah, I give the edge to get out on that. Yeah, great call. So I'm with you there. Um, are you ready to move on to score? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, the score um, for Ladybird was done by John Bryan, who did Punch Drunk Love. The score for that. He also did the music for Step Brothers. Oh, okay. <laughs> All time okay. classic. <laughs> yeah. <for> me. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I feel like this one is a bit. Although I appreciate the work he did previously, I don't feel like I get much from the score on this one. Yeah, there's really not much here. And actually, I was I you know kind of refreshed on it before the show. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the quiet scenes and the you know drama scenes, you know, are no music at all. Uh, you know, she's having a conversation with her dad towards the end and there's just no music. They're kind of, you just hear the crickets in the background, which I think, you know, sometimes it's very effective in movies. Um, but yeah, when there is score, you know, it's, it's nothing, you know, it's kind of forgettable. Not memorable. Yeah, yeah, not memorable. Um, and this movie has good soundtrack. Uh, if we're talking about that, it has decent soundtrack. There's some nice songs in it from the, you know, early 2000s era. Um, but, uh, but yeah, other than that, not, not very memorable. That's not really a composition, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and <laughs> for Get Out, we have uh, uh, Michael Abels, who his only other <laughs> movie he did was this year's Detroit. Oh, okay. Um, I I don't know if the what the score was like in Detroit. I found, I mean, if we want to talk generic, I thought that the score for this film was there must be like a, a textbook for generic horror score <laughs> yeah and, you know plus you know press song one for tension song two for you know whatever. right i felt like i mean it was okay but nothing really got me here okay it's like bang and like boom and ding 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 it's like you know just stuff like that it was nothing really so i don't know what, what do you think about yeah this? um this? yeah i mean i agree with you with the the generic sounds yeah i mean it's yeah it just sounds like your run-of-the-mill horror movie uh music um but uh the one one thing that i will say about it is there's this one song that plays at the beginning and the end it's this uh oh. it's this swas yeah. like swahili music um and it's it's very you know catchy it's you know gets it gets you you know ready for the movie at the beginning and then at the end it kind of is like it's like they, they bring it back and it's like oh wow um it's uh it's, it's hard, yeah hard to, hard to describe other than yeah i did look it up it is it's like a swahili song and it's you know they're saying something that translate into uh, listen to your ancestors or something like that, but um, but yeah, it's it's, so you don't wanna, it's really you don't cool. Try to sing that song first. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass for now. <laughs> My voice, I've, I have a sore throat, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. I really appreciate the offer though. Um, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think that song that song alone makes uh, the the score memorable because I did check you know look it up and that guy you mentioned, Mike. Abel's Abel's yeah. uh he he did write that song for the movie so oh, it okay. is it is part of the score so uh so yeah well that uh, is that is actually a member that is probably the of the two scores uh I do know exactly what you're talking about the beginning and end uh that is actually very memorable and it was a really catchy song so, yeah definitely uh for an otherwise very pedestrian and very generic score I mean this could have been written by a high school teacher no problem <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but with that though I, I i think um 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm thinking, given that 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 one song is enough. I think to, for the composition because there really was nothing in Ladybird notable at all, I, that I could pick out. Like you said, it was mostly other songs. That's more like a DJ than a than yeah. someone composing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So for me, and I think you're like you just said, we're gonna go score on on Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with Get Out on score as well. Yep. Mainly, yeah, just for those that one song that's at the beginning and the end. Yeah. Great call. Worth it. Thank um, you. So we. So, so far, we have uh, Get Out for cinematography and score. Yes. Wow. All right. Two nothing. Okay. <laughs> see, see where we go from here. And here we are moving to the nitty gritty. We are moving <laughs> into acting. Uh, yep. We've got Sir Ronan, and, uh, who is a star, a total star. Absolutely. And uh, Laurie Metcalf, who plays her mom. And there's you know some other... There's the guy who played her dad. I don't know if the name's escaping me. He was in the uh, post, too. Yeah, and uh, Timothy Chalamet, did I say that right? And um, there's another guy who was in this, too. The the other teenager who played her boyfriend. Uh, Lucas who, Hedges. Yeah, who was also in Manchester. Uh, Three Billboards, right? Yeah, Three Billboards. He was in Manchester by the Sea last year. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. Um, so the nice cast, but uh, the two, the, the mother and daughter um in this film are really good they yeah. have a great dynamic they deliver their lines spot on Lori metcalf plays a really annoying mom yes <laughs> but realistic great, realistic yeah. you're frustrated at her right because that's just who she is yeah that's, it's <laughs> like oh sh- leave me alone mom. Like, <laughs> no i mean so but uh, it's it's frustrating but at the same time you you do see her as a mom you like that's it totally you know fits everything like i said it, it's so realistic her portrayal of of that part is just amazing and saoirse ronan is just to me as flawless as is a teenager in that era um no that's good no i i agree i mean she's so good and uh i think we talked we talked we touched on this um we touched on this film a few episodes ago and i, I was just struck by you know you, you think you think you think the character is sort of going one way, and it's actually not. And I, I just love that. And she, she, she portrays that so well. Definitely, and she, she really is a star. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, those those two acting performances alone are, uh, you know, basically the bulk of the acting we need to talk about for the film. Uh, so who do we have for so. Get Out? Yeah, Get Out. We have Daniel uh, Kaluuya, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, I, I don't really know him from anything else. Um, do you? No, no, I don't. I, I mean, I know he's been in a few other things, but uh, B.I., this is the first thing I've seen him in. We've got Allison Williams um, from Girls and uh, daughter of NBC News anchor <laughs> Brian Williams. <laughs> yep, that, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, and also, but really, I think who, who turns in the best performance of this movie is, and I just maybe just because I happen to be a fan of hers or not, but Catherine Keener, yeah. who plays the mom of Allison Williams. Yeah, she does great. She's so good. She's like a therapist. She's a hypnotist. I really like her in everything she's in. I like her going all the way back to a a Seinfeld episode where she was a painter. Oh, right. Yep. Yep. Uh, She's in that. She pops up in, I don't know if you. Being John Malkovich. Yeah, being John Malkovich. Uh, Have you you seen Into the Wild? Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's in that. Yep. She's one of the people that uh, uh, Alexander Supertramp comes across. But I just love her and everything. But in this one, she has a real force and power behind what she's because it's, it's menacing and what you don't expect. Because she's very, um, she's always smiling. Right. Her yeah. Nature. It's like sort of how she acts. 
Uh, but the character is not a very nice person. No, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> she does a great job of of, uh, of that. I think. So. Yeah, menacing is a great word. Yeah, I think she did a, a, a great job. Uh, you know, with what she was given in the in the writing end. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, Dan- Daniel Kaluuya, I think he he did he did good. Uh, uh, not to me, not best actor nomination nominee. Good. Um, God no. Uh, well, the, you know, I, you mentioned earlier about the shots where, uh, like, the close-ups and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of that on him, uh, right? And those those scenes are compelling. Definitely. However, the actor is doing nothing other than keeping his eyes open. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's, so, uh, you know, he's, I, he's just keeping his eyes wide. They've made them bloodshot, and he has tears. And other than that, he's not really doing much. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah no I, exactly i mean there there's a couple emotional moments he's when he's talking about his mom and yeah. stuff and he, yeah. I, I thought he did no, a fine job bad. there yeah. yeah but not yeah not oscar nomination good to me in my opinion but um but so i mean the well. way <laughs> <laughs> i love that shake <laughs> oh that's to me, it's not close this yeah. is not even i mean what you're gonna put you have a basket and in that basket lies Daniel Kaluuya and Gary Oldman. <laughs> exactly. That's and true. Yeah. Yeah. Something's that, wrong here. Right. Right. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Good analogy in a basket. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we're both giving this to Lady Bird then. Got to. Yep. I, I don't even really think this one is close. Not at all. Yep. So yeah, Ladybird. So Ladybird gets one finally. So we uh, get out to Ladybird one. All right. And our next one is screenplay. Uh, so this one is on our show, as we like to say, a director that writes their own movie gets extra kudos from us. Oh, for sure. And you're obviously so this one speaking is written about written and directed by Greta Gerwig. Yep. Um, and really, this is just it's just a great story. Um, you know, like I like to say, this would be something I wouldn't mind reading. Um, it's just so well written. And I mean, you get that combination. It reminds me of shape of water in that way, where Mm -hmm. you get such great writing and such great acting. And really, I guess, I guess I'll just throw in three billboards too. Same, same, same deal there where you get just an amazing story. It's performed well, and you really want to know what these characters are going to do next. There's, you know, are they these motivations that you've learned about? Are they going to stick with them? Are they going to change in a way that, you know, goes in a different direction. I felt that throughout this whole movie. You know, what is the uh, the Saoirse Ronan character going to do? How right. is, is her mom going to... Her mom is so rough on her. Um, is she going to soften a bit? That right. whole thing. And what, how are they going to resolve this conflict that they have? That's going through me, at least me, throughout the whole movie. This, these thoughts, these, you know, these emotions, this conflict. Um, so I just think this is a phenomenal screenplay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, it keeps you engaged the whole time for me. I mean, I, I, I you know, I wanted to see what was going to happen with these characters, and just again, it's it's part of directing too. But to, again, to keep you engaged the whole time, I think is is good writing. You know, because you don't really know where these characters are going to end up, you know, especially with her relationships she has during the movie. It's just, it puts you in, 
you know, being a, a teenager again, that coming of age tale that I'm always talking about, you know, it's, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 you know, <laughs> it immerses you in, in that world, in this girl's life. You're, you're just kind of along for her little journey that she's on, you know, to, to, to her graduation. And, uh, yeah, I agree. It's it totally, it, it is a great writing and, uh, yeah, Greta Gerwig did a phenomenal job here. What about, uh, Jordan Peele with Get Out? Yeah, so another one here where you deserve the kudos. You're going to write and direct. Great job, Jordan Peele. Um, I don't know that this one is quite as strong uh, screenplay-wise. This is the, the story essentially sort of boils down to a, <clears throat> a Stepford Wives meets the legacy of slavery. At <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's interesting. It's, uh, I mean, it's... Um, it's a challenging movie because you have to think about those things. So I, I, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate it from that angle. Um, I was never really, there, there were some good setups, um, but I was never really that um, confused on what was going on. It, it was, I think a lot of it was telegraphed. Um, and that's part of that is, I think that that's more direction than, than screenwriting, but the, the dialogue was okay. There's nothing really bad. I didn't feel like this wasn't watching. Um, like I just saw, uh, I just saw the la- the third uh, Fifty Shades movie. Um, oh, jeez! <laughs> that is uh, that's probably the worst movie. That I'm actually pretty confident saying that's the worst movie of the year. Um, <laughs> and it's only February. Uh, huh? And it's only February. It's only February. Well, I think. Well, I don't know when that came. Out. I don't know if that's 2017 or no. That's 2018. <laughs> oh, is that okay? Well, yeah. This. So, in a way, where I declare Dunkirk the best of the year, this one I'm going to declare this one the worst. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, the dialogue's good. In other words, it's not on that level bad or anything like that. The dialogue's fine. I don't know that the story itself is really anything special here. And, and I I'm just going to give this away now. It's 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 not on the level of the Lady Bird story. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I will say. I mean, it did keep me engaged the whole time, just like Lady yeah. Bird did. Um, it did. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, you, you did still, you kind of, you could tell what was coming, you know, it was kind of predictable. Um, you know, there not was the really details, but you knew something was wrong right, right. away. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're not hiding this. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, like you said, not the details, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know, just the, the whole feel of it just felt like it was just like, you knew where the ups and downs were going to be. Um, there's um, some interesting stuff there that I, I, I don't know what, if I want to get into too much, but uh, yeah, actually, I'll just say it now. Well, well before I forget, uh, there, there's an interesting bit of dialogue in there about because uh, obviously the Daniel uh, Kaluuya character, he's black, um, and Allison Williams is white, and she, they're dating, and uh, she takes him. I don't think I'm giving anything away here. She takes him to her parents' house. Uh, and there's an interesting bit here, and I, I actually want to get your uh, your thought on this. Um, her dad, what did she say? She says like, my dad voted for Obama twice and would have voted for him a third time. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what she said. Uh, right. that's what well, she, so I think she, that's what she said he would say to him or something. I right, don't remember. Yeah. But yeah something like, like that. She's trying to say like, they're cool, right? They're like the cool white people or I don't know. Voting for Obama means they're cool or something like that. But yeah. The point is they're like, they're, they're hip. They're like liberal, um, but they want his body. <laughs> right? so exactly. It doesn't really matter what they think if they like suck up to him or whatever. Right. Uh, 
and I'm and I want to say this before we move too far. It feels like I, I wonder what's going on because it feels like this movie is just a tiny bit overrated to me. Uh, and I don't. I, it almost feels like this plays into Jordan Peele's hands in a way uh, that gives him credit because it feels like the people that he's critiquing in the movie, which are say her parents and her and all this other group of white people that they meet. It almost applies to the critics who are praising his movie. Are you following me? Here? Yeah, that's it's. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like jokes on you for nominating me. <laughs> it's like it, a meta thing yeah. in that way. It's true. Like he's just Jordan Peele gets this praise and he just is smiling. It's like you idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's almost like yeah, he's using you know this the device in the film to like say like you know people are just gonna say you know oh I voted for Obama just to get brownie points with that you know community for their own political you know agenda that they're they're seeking so yeah that's 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 very true it is almost like a tongue-in-cheek thing that uh jordan peele's doing um which is is good i i like the the elements of comedy in this movie i, I like yeah. that it's not just all serious the whole way through like i like his 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 buddy he keeps calling like that guy's hilarious oh <laughs> yeah that's uh well, actually we didn't even mention him in acting but we i probably should have yeah uh, yeah his uh his side his friend yeah his friend yeah kind of a sidekick um, character but he there's a good comic relief there and he, he he's on to it from the beginning which is kind of it's like stupid slash funny yeah but like, <laughs> uh, i don't think i'm as hard on the on the screenplay though as 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 uh it seems as you're being um okay. uh, yeah although you know it was you know you you could tell that the tones and you could tell you know the, where the ups and downs were going to be again not necessarily the details again it still kept me engaged but it, there there's definitely deeper elements of this movie that I, that oh, I yeah. do need to explore more. Cause I've, I've only seen this movie once and I, I yeah. think on a second watch, I've heard that like you catch so much more and it's just like you, you see it as a whole different thing. And it's like even better the second time around I hear, um, which is, you know, typical with a lot of movies. So I think, I think he raises good questions in this movie and he, he yeah. definitely left me wanting to, you know, asking questions. Um, I think that's fair. You know, I just you, you really can, do love the fact that he's willing to skewer the very people that will praise him. Right, I just love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, like <laughs> you, so good. Yeah, exactly. Like you can watch this as like a just a you know horror entertaining horror movie, but uh, you, but you without you know catching any of the the subtle messages he's giving. Um, but I like the fact that you can also, you know, get those messages and explore this movie more and really dig down deep into, uh, what, so I think this was very ambitious of him and, and, uh, I do give him a lot of credit for, uh, for, you know, what he did with this movie. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good, I, uh, yeah, I, I cannot, uh, I cannot dispute any of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause, cause I mean, Lady Bird, it's all laid out for you. I mean, there's really nothing left to explore other than, you know, the, the journey they, they, they went on, which I love Lady Bird. Like I'm not knocking that, but that, so that's why I do kind of give the slight edge to get out on the screenplay. Is that okay? That's uh that's fine with me. It's, uh... <laughs> It's it's you know it's shocking it's wrong but you know that's that's your call you know it it is what it is but uh, <laughs> but yeah see so yeah, I do so, get so I do far give we've this. got uh, well I think you've already just declared uh, your favorite here so we've got you've got no, no don't get me cinema. don't get me wrong I do not think it's an Oscar nominated screenplay and I do not uh, I do not again uh, 
this is all technical stuff. So Lady Bird was on my top 10 of the year. Get Out was not. So that's a little <laughs> spoiler right there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's great. So, uh, so, so far we're in agreement on uh, cinematography, um, going to Get Out, score, going to Get Out, acting, going to Lady Bird, and we are split on screenplay. So in our final category is direction, as we mentioned. Lady Bird is directed by Greta Gerwig and uh, Get Out, written and directed by Jordan Peele. Yep. Um, the direction on Lady Bird, I think, is fantastic. Uh, it just, you know, the writer-director combo, it's just all her vision. And she wants to just, you know, for me, you know, I'm a, you know we're not young guys. We're, we're men, number one. We're not teenagers. We're, you know, we're a little bit older. It's a story about a you know a teenage girl and who's approaching adulthood and her mother and that relationship and but it's still approachable to anyone of any age of, in any stage of their life and I think that's a great credit to the film. Uh, we mentioned earlier that this is about um, the idea of figuring out where you're from, I guess. And even though you're like, as you're getting older, you reject all that and you reject, maybe you want to reject like the church you went to or your stupid little Sacramento or whatever. I want to go off to Boston or New York or something like that. Right. And then when you get there, you're like, damn, I miss my home. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't so bad, was yeah. it? That was a lot of nonsense I was saying, wasn't it? It's true. Yeah, it's a kind of a grass is always greener on the other side thing. I've said that many times, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of how it is. But yeah, like you said, yeah, we're two adult men and we're immersed in this story about this teenage girl who's you know trying to make her way you know in this world and that's a great job of a director right there is to make you feel at home in this little world of this you know teenager like you feel like you belong in that world like you understand what it's like to be her just from what they're conveying you know um so i think that's yeah phenomenal job by greta gerwig and uh and yeah i've I want to see more of her stuff. I don't know what she has upcoming, but I really, really like her stuff. That I mean, this film is so good. So I yeah. can't wait to see what she what she has coming up next. Yeah, I think this um, is the first the first uh, movie she's directed. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what else she what else she does. So Get Out, as you mentioned, is uh, directed by Jordan Peele, um, and I like you know I I got the feeling that Jordan Peele is a student of film. Um, there's some shots in the movie where you know, like they get out of the car and the camera is clearly on a dolly, you know, going backwards. Uh, and I get the sense that, you know, those, those little touches, I, I think he's got a, a pretty bright future for, for, for more stuff. I just got the feeling that I don't think this movie is it, even though it, you know, obviously is nominated for best picture and highly praised. Um, in this film, I think it's, it's just, his direction is good. I, I don't, I, and I guess I'm just giving that away, but, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything. I don't, it's it's not a knock per se, uh, but I just think that um, yeah, Lady Bird was just so well done. So I don't know. Yeah, what what yeah, are your I mean, thoughts on uh, Jordan Peele's job on this? Yeah, I think uh, again with Greta Gerwig, yeah, she you know puts you in this world. Jordan Peele does that too, but you don't feel at home in it. You kind of feel uneasy, which I guess is a credit to the movie. I guess you shouldn't want to feel easy in but it. But that doesn't mean that everything else was good. So I know, right. like I think he's got a. I think he has a. a, a a bright future, uh, but this one wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> I totally uh, get what you mean there. And yeah, I mean, directing and screenplay kind of go with how you 
you know, kind of feel about the movie, more so screenplay, but uh, directing, I'm going to give the edge to Greta Gerwig just because I, I enjoyed the movie more. I think she did a great job of, you know, putting us uh, adult men into, you know, understanding <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> I did not expect to like this movie. Yeah. I really didn't. And I liked it a lot. I really, really liked it. And she got, a, you know, great performances out of her, her cast. I mean, just phenomenal stuff. Yeah, and I do not. Uh, she, yeah, I think she deserved the director uh, directing nomination. Jordan Peele, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked that he he got it, um, and I'm shocked that Get Out is nominated for Best Picture. Um, I'm there with you too. Shocked. I don't think I, I don't think uh, I think we, well, we talked on our last episode about Darkest Hour in the Post, and I think I think we were both in agreement that neither one are are worthy of Best Picture. Right? You're there too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Neither one worthy. Yeah. So not, so, uh, for those two, neither one are worthy for get out. I don't think get out was worthy, but I think lady bird would be a worthy best picture. Yeah, winner. absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And, um, I, I, but, uh, I think you should see both of these movies. I think you should see get out. I think you should see lady bird at least once in your life. I um, recommend both as well for sure. Yeah. I think we had, um, we did not recommend <laughs> the post. Uh, but we do. But we recommended Darkest Hour uh, purely for Gary Oldman, I think, right? Right. Yep. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I, I, mean, I recommend both of these. So we gave the directing to her. So th- that was uh, you had th- three for Get Out and two for Lady Bird. Uh, actually, I think we're we're swapped there. I have really? three for Lady. I have I have three for Lady Bird, which are acting, screenplay, and direction. And you have three for Get Out, which are uh, cinematography, score, and screenplay. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, I mean, so, I, interesting. So yeah, two shows in a row where we had a little, little bit of different uh, opinions there. Well, I'd like some clarification though. So uh, on a technical, on a technical aspect, you pick Get Out over Lady Bird, mm-hmm. although Lady Bird is worthy of Best Picture, where Get Out is not. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see how that would be backwards. <laughs> Uh, I guess I, I guess for best picture, yeah, I'm just going over total overall quality of the movie, um, which so while one did a little better here, the the parts where Lady Bird did better is far far outweighs something else. Is that yes, what you're saying? Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it you know could be a little backwards because best picture basically is everything, uh, and I have you know most things going to get out, but uh, but anyways, that's it's my you know it's my thing and I'm sticking to it. Uh, hey man, you can choose. I <laughs> <laughs> was uh, how, so. What's uh, let's go to rating. How would you uh, rate these films? Okay, so uh, we'll start with Lady Bird. I give Lady Bird uh, three and a half stars and two buckets of popcorn. That's wow. Okay, I gave it three and a half stars as well and three buckets of popcorn. Okay, I could see that. I feel like you tend to be more entertained than me generally. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I'm not uh, too I'm hard always, to entertain. I'm really stingy with the popcorn. I don't know what it is. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear your get out. I want to hear this. Oh, uh, you're going to hate me. I've got uh, two stars and two buckets of popcorn. Oh, wow. So, see, you I'm have only a... given this thing two stars. I just, I, I, I really don't think it's a, a great movie. It's, it's okay. Um, no, it's sort of, it's sort of just here for me. I'm and more on the know. buckets of popcorn. What, what did you give Lady Bird for buckets of popcorn? Same two. Really? Yeah, Interesting. I didn't think so they... I, was, I, I saw so much coming, and I, I, I felt like um, I was almost doing battle with the movie while I was watching it, which I didn't want to be in that point. Yeah. Um, 
but I ended up just sort of becoming like where you're, this isn't a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Right. But when you're watching a bad movie and you're like, Oh yeah, I knew that guy was going to do that. Oh, Oh wow. You're giving that look. <laughs> I mean, I, I know like, wow. Am I, no one can see that look. Right. <laughs> I was sort of getting to that point. Yeah. Um, I felt like I, I, I really have to say there's, I can't name them off the top of my head, but I feel like there are many moments in this film that are actually cringe. There's a lot of good stuff in this film, but there's a lot of cringe as well. Um, So with this thing sitting at 95 plus Rotten Tomatoes, and maybe that's weighing on my mind um, a bit when I'm watching it. So I'm expecting, well, this is a really and and the best picture nominee. Uh, you gotta give me more than that, and if you don't, I'm gonna ding it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ding it. He's gonna. You hear that, filmmakers out there? He's gonna ding your movie <laughs> if it gets rated higher. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to do with that information? It, I mean, it's got to be a good movie, right? I mean, I need to. It needs to. If it does, if it's not worthy of a best picture, and if it's at this point, I have to say this is a highly overrated film. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, as much as I, you know, saying the praises of the screenplay, the screenplay more went off of ambition, and you know, I thought he did a great job for his first time out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I don't think this should be nominated for any Oscars, to be honest. Oh, no, it should be nowhere near the Oscars. <laughs> this is a movie that came out what February, March of last year, an early, early movie that came out in the, early in the year. Those movies are nominated for Oscars. Like this, uh, this one, I don't know. I know. It's just it, it's just a popcorn flick that came out and should have just exactly. stayed that, you know. But I mean, um, we're, we're we're talking about how Dunkirk is suffering for coming out in July, right? And this thing has got staying power from March, or right? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, I so yeah, I mean, I'm totally in agreement with you there. I, I gave it uh, two and a half, uh, two and a half stars, and three and a half buckets of popcorn. So I did okay. still find it entertaining. I didn't ding it uh, for its Rotten Tomato <laughs> score or it, it being nominated <laughs> for Best Picture. <laughs> Just went off of my uh, entertainment. Uh, I, fe- so. I don't. I don't know what the running time. I know it wasn't long. No, I still definitely. Felt like it was longer than it could have been. That's another credit I give to Lady Bird too. That's under an hour and a half. It's like an hour and 26 minutes or something. It's just, it flies by and it's, you know, I wanted more. Yeah, I did too. I remember getting into that and I'm like, oh, wow, hour and a half. Nice. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Going to have some time afterwards. Yeah, Uh, I know. I know because some of these are, they're so long. And then especially when you go to the movie theater, you're like, you know, 15 minutes of trailers and commercials. Yeah, exactly. it's like even a two-hour movie becomes like a three-hour ordeal. I know it's insane, but uh, but yeah, there we have it. Dave uh, technically thought Lady Bird was the better technical film, and I uh, thought Get Out was the better technical film overall. I thought Lady Bird was a better film, and I enjoyed Lady Bird more. Same with Dave. I'd be just, I'd be very happy. I'd go, you know, on Oscar night, I'd, I'd go to bed happy with Lady Bird winning Best Picture. I really would, uh, and that is really, I think, only. Um, Shape of Water and obviously Dunkirk, which should win, and Lady Bird. I think those are the only three that I. I, I don't know if there's another one in there. Do you have any others that, that you would, you accept, put up? Yeah, accept sort of put up in that that top yeah. echelon. I mean, I I know I would put three billboards up there as well, but okay. uh, but yeah, the, those three definitely. I mean, uh, Dunkirk obviously and Lady Bird and Shape of Water for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I do even, even with our feelings, I still think it's going to come down to either three billboards or shape of water. Just, uh, 
just how things have been going. But, but yeah, well, it, speaking it should be of those interesting. Two, you know, if, uh, if anybody is interested in those, we just that was our two shows ago. Yep. We compared both of those. So, yeah, take a look at that episode. that out for sure. But, uh, yeah, let, let us know what you guys think in the comments of uh, what uh, – give us all of your thoughts on the cinematography, score, acting, screenplay, directing, how you thought of the overall film. Let us know in the comments. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on uh, – Twitter at BlockbusterCast. My personal account is right below my name there at BCCord, and you can see Dave's right there. Dave underscore Quist, yeah. Yep, and you cannot see the screen, I know, but uh, <laughs> all right. So, what are we looking at, Ben, for the next episode? Are we gonna we got another comparison episode? So, we've run through how many? Six best yeah, picture nominees? Yeah, we did six, yep. Uh, and we've uh, already talked about Dunkirk, so there's. That would mean there'd be two left, right? And I, for some reason, I'm blanking on who those two would be. Uh, so we, I mean, yeah, Dunkirk, and then there was Phantom Thread and Call Me by Your Name. I think. Were oh, so those. Call Me by Your Name is the last one. So we're not gonna. So actually, we yeah. So we actually, that's the only one we haven't talked about. Yeah, that's the only one we haven't talked about. Have you seen that? I have. I have. Is uh is that <laughs> best picture? Well, I don't I don't know what the laughing is. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just the way you're looking at me. I can see you. Remember? Hey man, I'm just sitting in yeah. my office down here. I'm looking at the webcam. So, <laughs> uh, so is 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 Call Me by Your Name a uh, Oscar uh, worthy film? Yes, yes, it is. Um, great acting, great shots. Michael Stolberg's in that as well. I love him uh, in that movie. <laughs> I somehow caught him drinking beer while he was. Now he's laughing at me. (laughs) Um, This guy is like, you might as well just have the guy pay him to come over to your house. I know, right? Do something. (laughs) uh, But well, before you get into that, um, you know, and deal with your own, you know, personal issues. Right, yes. Because I don't have any of them. Of course. Yes. But how was. I feel like Army Hammer has become some sort of a an enemy to the press in some way. Uh, and I, I heard about uh, Timothy, I really hate the accent on the E. Chalamet. Uh, Chalamet. Yeah, uh, but uh, how's Army Hammer in this? And do you agree that there's some sort of anti-Army Hammer? Yeah, I don't get, I don't know, I don't really know the details of that. I, I remember hearing something about that. Um, but I, I think he should have got a Best Supporting Actor for this movie. Um, so he's good? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chalamet. He play, he's I'm sorry, go ahead. No, Chalamet, I think he deserves the best uh, actor uh, nomination. Definitely, he's not going to win and shouldn't win. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're both just, yeah. Army Hammer is a lot older than, I'm assuming those two are the romantic. Yes. Now, he's, Army Hammer is significantly older than Chalamet, right? Yeah, I think in real life, he's like 15 years older. I think in the is movie, that, they're like eight years apart. Sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be older than him in the movie, so it is played in the movie uh, as well. It's in the '80s though, so it wasn't as frowned upon, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what what what's that face? I have no idea what 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 the well because what the, the gay community viewed uh, <laughs> age disparities. In well, the I wasn't I wasn't even <laughs> talking I wasn't talking gay wise. I was just talking just normal wise <laughs> not that they're not normal not that there's anything wrong with that i don't like the way this conversation is going um I'm just but trying uh, <laughs> to make you, i'm trying to play superior to make you uncomfortable yes i, I, I you <laughs> succeeded succeeded so anyways anyways uh, so get out that. lady bird 
<laughs> All right, folks, we're done. Dave is done talking, and uh, that is it for us. For Davo, I'm Ben Secord, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movie.